Now, Pakistan has recalled its ambassador to Iran in response to a missile and drone attack on its territory. Tehran's envoy has also been blocked from returning to Islamabad. Iranian state media say the strike targeted a militant group in the sparsely populated province of Balochistan. But the Pakistani foreign ministry said that two children were killed in the attack. A spokesperson called it a blatant breach of Pakistan's sovereignty and accused Iran of violating international law. Well, our correspondent Caroline Davis is following developments from Islamabad. Skirmishes between Pakistan and Iran on their border are not unheard of, but they're rarely as high profile as this particular incident. Iranian state media said yesterday that the Iranian military had hit and targeted a, uh, the headquarters of a Sunni militant group that, no, that is known as Jaish al-Adil, uh, which has carried out multiple attacks inside Iran, including claiming responsibility for an attack on a police station in December. Now, the group itself uh, has put out on social media, it says that this particular strike hit the homes of the militants and that killed uh, family members of the militants rather than their bases themselves. They have also vowed revenge on Iran. Iran itself has not put out an official statement on this incident. Now, Pakistan's foreign ministry has said that two children were killed and they have called this an unprovoked violation of Pakistan's airspace. Pakistan has now recalled its ambassador to Iran uh, and it has told that uh, Iran's ambassador to Pakistan, who is currently out of the country, not to return. Of course, the backdrop to all of this and the reason why this is getting even more attention is because of the timing. The fact that Iran has also in the recent days hit both Iraq and Syria. Now, put together, this suggests that Iran is currently trying to uh, show a display of strength and force against any group that it considers to be a threat. Well, I spoke to Hina Rabani Khan, former foreign minister in Pakistan, and asked her if she thinks this is an isolated incident or if it's the start of a larger campaign. I think this is a reaction to appease domestic compulsions. It's perhaps Iran having compromised its national interest for the sake of the regime's interest. And what we see, so I'm much less concerned. I think you should ask me the question, what should be Pakistan's reaction? And I think I'm rather happy with the fact that Pakistan is playing uh, the long term. Pakistan has had a very strained diplomatic reaction, we think, in the country, which can uh, go up the escalation ladder so quickly. There's absolutely no need to have ambassadorial uh, representation. We have called in back our ambassador. We have asked them to let their ambassador remain there. You know what is very interesting is, as we speak, we've had a CT dialogue a few days back, a, a counterterrorism dialogue. And in fact, today, we were supposed to have a border mechanism commission, which is supposed to meet. We have our two naval ships over there. So I'm just saying all of this to show how very, very, uh, you know, how, how unexplainable or without any context or without any provocation from this side or without any... And you do know that the only two people who've been killed in this are two children. And many other children or a few other children have been injured. So it's really, um, I think, the, the, the intense uh, backlash... We mentioned your own background. And, and, uh, sorry, we just had a slight break, but I'm so sorry. We, we mentioned your own background and, and experience, obviously, as a former foreign minister. What would you be doing right now, both in terms of, of, of relations and conversations that you'd be having, but also you know, to, to reassure the, the, the population, the people in Pakistan as well? So uh, the, the reaction in Pakistan, I think, currently has been very restrained. I am somewhat happy a military strike does not have to be retaliated by a military strike 
only an irresponsible nation would do that. Uh, however, uh, I think the normalization of relations now would be in Iran's court. In fact, uh, for Pakistan not to do a military reaction, which is absolutely capable of doing. So please bear in mind, this is not a matter of capacity. It's a matter of choice, and it's a matter of not going up the escalation ladder. And I think if the responsibility of holding relations stable only falls on one neighbor, then something might give way. So I would be very keenly looking at the reaction, perhaps an apology, perhaps, you know, you make a mistake. Uh, I think them uh, doing this with Pakistan is uh, absolutely unexplainable. It is provocative. It is irrational. And uh, I think they should do some deep soul searching because right now they have very few friends in the world. And as I said, Pakistan has made it its prerogative and its responsibility as a neighbor to try and normalize for them the region and the world's relations as much as is possible. So I think they lost a friend, and I hope they understand the repercussions, um, both perhaps hopefully not militarily, which we're fully capable of doing, but at least diplomatically. This will have, because this is not normal, uh, taking a snipe at somebody's sovereignty and going against international law and making the case of, oh, we were only going against Iranians. We know that we have an Indian agent who was working from Iranian soil. We have immense examples of things like this. But you sort these issues out in the mechanisms that you have. That is what responsible, stable countries do. And we hope that better sense will prevail. The restraint that Pakistan is showing cannot be a forever restraint, right? But I would hope that this restraint will pay off and uh, better sense will prevail.